so nice. <laughs> And welcome back to the Refactor Podcast, the show where we try and help ourselves and you suck just a little bit less each and every day. My name is Frank Cole. And my name is Chris Tonkinson. And this is episode 82, recorded on October 4th, 2022. So last week I had, uh, you had made some good points and I had asked you to um, pardon the buzzword. I I usually do. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, pardon the buzzword, uh, put a pin in uh, part of it and we never actually got back to it and I thought it was really good. And so I wanted to, to come back to it. So what you had, you had said, yeah, what did, what did we pin? So what, what we had pinned was uh, this notion of a meeting and how, when the meeting, we talk about the meeting and when the subject of the meeting is done, the meeting is done. There's no follow on, there's no additional follow up. There's no conversation. It's just, get in, do the thing and get out. And I, um, I don't know if this is a big follow-up, but I, I did, I did want to come back to it just because I think that's true, but there's always a, but there, you still want to allow some oxygen in the room for people to raise, um, counterpoints, other considerations, relevant questions, you know, when when I end a meeting uh, or even a one-on-one conversation, whatever it might be, I always end it the same way. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to bring up? Is there anything that we didn't cover? Is there anything you expected me to say that you didn't, that I didn't actually say? It. I have stopped being amazed at the number and variety of follow-ons, worthwhile follow-ons that I get to that kind of a close. And so I didn't, I wasn't sure if you're, very dogmatic and not completely um un- I, I don't think that that is a a bad course of action for you know how to get get in and get a meeting and get out i think you're right but does that allow does your does your approach allow for something like this or do you specifically even avoid this kind of stuff in a meeting no generally i just avoid all talking across the board as a <laughs> as a rule i don't want anybody to talk to me i don't want me talking to you. it's just not no words. From I don't anybody find that productive. Anything. Yeah, I no, I don't want anybody in this house to ever speak to another human as long as you live. Um, no, I think for me, I don't think it's a characterization that like, oh, I I think we address the topic, and so I'm going to force close the bridge. Like that's not my attitude. Um, and often in meetings, I think there is room for an agenda item at the conclusion, which is an open floor. Uh, in fact, my weekly staff meeting, the end of the agenda is open floor. Okay. Um, and so I'm not saying that that's always inappropriate as a rule. And furthermore, I certainly, your, your point is well taken. I, I thought you were actually going to go in a, in a different direction with this. Um, you know, one of those like glad I didn't interrupt moments. Mm. Um, I, I'd like to hear where you thought I was going to go though, when we're, yeah. when we're done. So we'll come um, back there. So I, you know, I think there there are ways to try to tease that apart before you get to what you feel like is the end, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the point of the meeting is usually to make a decision or to produce an artifact, right? Those are kind of the if high level, right? You're either deciding on a direction to go or you're actually accomplishing a thing. Right. Now, in the latter case, it's kind of easy. Did you do the thing? Uh, 
yes or no. It's it's a little more Boolean, a little more cut and dry. Um, but with the decision, right, we're we're coming together to make decisions about how to proceed. I think in the course of that conversation, your job is naturally as the facilitator of the meeting, as the leader of the team, whatever the capacity is, even just as a contributor, uh, your job is to try to make sure that all of the relevant discussion has happened prior to arriving at some sort of a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are there are cases where none of that applies, right? So like a weekly one-to-one with your directs. You may not have an explicit agenda for that time. I, I don't. Um, there are other other meetings where you can you can see exceptions to the rule, but that's what they are. They're exceptions to the rule. I think the rule should be there is an expected outcome, whether it's an artifact or a decision. And again, I'm like in the moment I'm trying to like I'm self-distracted trying to figure out whether or not you really can fork meetings into two coarse grain buckets like that. Is mm-hmm. it always just decision or outcome or like am I missing things? As long as it's um, not a meeting to have meetings. I think is the important thing. As long right. as you're not having yeah. a meeting let's, to let's have, have a meeting to plan some meetings. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the sign of a meeting fail. But well, I mean that would still be an outcome, right? I guess. Uh, I mean, you know, you would have you would theoretically make a decision about what the meeting cadence is. Your artifact would be invites to document, you know, memorialize that decision. Uh, you know, we could play with that if we really wanted to twist ourselves. Okay, so I suppose that. All right. So, um, my old team, we would manage, um, we had a, we had a team that actually managed the entire interview process, which it was, a it was yeah. almost like, a uh, we did it on a monthly basis, quarterly basis to retrospective, Hey, how the interview has been going, uh, things to change in the process, things to add, remove. And so that's a, okay. That's a legitimate meta meeting about meetings that I will. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go along with this one. I'll allow it. That that one's that one's okay, but I still think that meetings about meetings. Yeah, it still leaves a taste in your mouth. It but, does. You know, it we, definitely can, does. we can sidestep it for now because that's not the point of the question. So I think the point of the question is like, okay, if the outcome of the meeting is to create an artifact, is it complete? Mm. And so mm-hmm. rather than just saying at the end of the meeting after everything has been, and that's the key. It's not that okay, time is up, or I feel comfortable cut the cut the Zoom meeting off. Right? Mm-hmm. It's did we achieve the objective? And I don't think, and, and in a meeting, like, you know, a meeting is more than one person. I'm meeting with somebody because I need their input or involvement. So as the leader, I'm not usually comfortable with where we landed until mm-hmm. I know where everybody else sits, right? I want to hear back from the team. I want feedback. I want you know, additional perspective on the issues. Um, and so I think I think what you're saying is true, but that happens probably towards the back part, but oh, yeah. during the actual meeting content prior to, again, the leader, facilitator, manager, whoever arriving at a decision that like, yeah, we accomplished what we set out to today. Right. Okay. So you're talking about tangents in the middle of the conversation, running down rabbit holes, that sort of thing. You know, just keep it on um, track and and don't let, don't let yourself get distracted by shiny objects. I mean, I may ask, like, if we, like, okay, so we're going to we're gonna come up with a technical design and development plan for a new feature. And I may ask, at the end of that, I may say, okay, did we account for everything in this design and or is everybody comfortable with this plan? Are there questions about it? Mm-hmm. Right? It's not anything else. It, it's, you're not, oh, you're opening, Pan- I feel like you're opening Pandora's box when you do that generically. Mm-hmm. Um at like, and I know the thought process is like, okay, well, 
especially depending on what group it is and what company and, you know, things are different, but uh, it, it may be varying degrees of difficult to get this specific group of people together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there may be some other time sensitive things, you know, are on folks mind that we need to discuss. Um, and certainly if you're in person, I mean, the end of meeting is there's always a second meeting at the end of there's the meeting always, because yeah, there's other people in a room. There's something yeah. that came up this morning. Hey, can I follow up with you on this before I head back to my desk? Right. And so that naturally happens in person. And I feel like <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's a good or bad habit. I'm going to say it's a it's an emergent property of groups of people collaborating. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I'll leave it there. But. Yeah, right. so that's I, I. So I think the the goal there again being try to suss out whether or not you've got accounted for everything before you decide that it's over. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that might be a. I don't. Know, is that a cop? I, I don't feel like it's a cop. No, out. it's not a cop out. You uh, you you added some you added some color to the to the edges. That I think I think you know. Increase the definition. I, had, overall. I, I added value to the conversation. You, 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 Is that what you're you saying? Did, you oh. added value. You oh, way to go. stab me. Oh, there gosh. You go. Value added conversation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I feel I, I felt oh. gross saying put a pin in it. And now you're talking about value added conversation. Adding I, value. I need to take a shower. This is just gross. Yeah. If you start talking about, about swim lanes, I'm going to vomit like right on the air right now. <laughs> All right. So, oh, man. Where did I had you another? Think- oh, go ahead. You had another one. I had it. Well, yeah, I had another follow up from last week that we uh, talked about. Oh, you have another follow up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we talked, we talked about, um, we talked about kind of putting together an order of operations for uh-huh. home office. Yes. Like uh, really, any office doesn't have to order be a home of operations office. Plus some lightweight ish gear recommendations. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think coarse grain, there's a lot of, there's no one size fits all. So just giant ask, can I just say giant asterisk on this and then plow ahead without all of the yeah. crap? Before, right? before we so, go down that rabbit hole though, cause you're, you're switching yeah. subjects. Where did you, I just want to backtrack oh. a little bit. You said you thought I was going in a different direction with my follow up to last week. Where did you think I was going? We'll get to the gear. I promise. That's next oh time. oh oh yes. Uh, I thought you were going. I thought you were going the direction of essentially. Well, we're remote, and there's no casual hallway conversation, and so sometimes you know if the meeting's scheduled for a half an hour, uh-huh. don't cut it off at 23 minutes yeah. just for the sake of it, because you can you know it's a it's a uh, you know it's a feels thing with the team. You can you know that. Uh, that's where I thought you were, you were going with the. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, and I think y- y- you need to make time for that. It can be in a, in meeting pr- impromptu, or yeah. you can actually set aside time where that's actually part of the intention. Yeah. Either way you do need to. Okay. All right. That's, that's fine. Um, all right. Yeah. So back to this other thing, gear recommendations go yeah. huge. Asterisk. So yeah, giant asterisk, no one size fits all. Here's how I think about it. There are, there are two coarse grain buckets, and I think these are, I will be prescriptive that these are in order. There are the things that are for your health and productivity, and then there are the things that help you collaborate with other humans. So as a professional mm. software developer, we got to start the conversation and say, I'm going to double down on what we said last week. Yes, you need to go out and buy gear. If you are using the standard mm-hmm. keyboard, mouse, microphone, camera, chair, speakers, whatever it is that came with your black and white spotted 
Gateway PC You're in 1996. Yourself. Be careful. You're dating yourself. Yeah, I know not everybody's going to get that reference. <laughs> in fact, some people that listen weren't even born, and then I What's get really gateway? depressed about the whole thing. What's a what, gateway? Why would be a cow box? What is this nonsense? Why are they shaped? Why do they look like cows? Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Damn um, rookies, newbies. So I think as 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 I considered this, I think really the most it's it's you put on your own oxygen mask first. I think that's the approach here, and it counters it. It kind of counters what we what we agreed to last week, where we said, "Oh, first thing, microphone." You know, that's the uh, no. I actually think hmm, okay that if you uh, particularly. If you have any sort of uh, physical limitation, particularly if you have any sort of uh, health issue, first is ergonomics. Uh, you need a, a keyboard that feels good to type on all day. You need a mouse that feels good in your hand. You need a chair that supports your back and posture and bottom. Um and your monitor needs to be at the right height, right? Basic erg- and and everybody knows this in their head. And I see a lot of people failing to actually do anything about it, in my opinion. All right. So um, I, I, I'm actually going to go further than that. I'm going to say ergonomics first, always, not just in the event of you yeah, actually yeah. having a problem, because if you have good ergonomics, no, no, yeah, you it, won't I said especially have a problem. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Continue. Yeah. So the reason, I mean, the reason I got into into uh, nice keyboards was originally because I had pain in my arm, right? right? Like that that set me on a path. I needed somebody, and this is me telling younger versions of me out there: go and get the better equipment, fix your ergonomics before you have a problem. Because guess what? You're going to spend the money anyway, and the longer you wait, the more expensive it might be, and the less you may actually be able to fix because some damage is permanent. So, you get your ergonomics of your back and your legs right. Get your head looking forward instead of craning down get a quality mechanical keyboard and a mouse that feels good. So mm-hmm. that's the first bucket. And I, I, I'm honestly, sh- I'm honestly torn in terms of like what order to go in. I, to me, I think the height of the monitor, the position relative to your eyeballs matters more than the size. Now me, I'm sitting here, I'm blessed. I got a, you know, I got a 39 inch curved, uh, 2k scale, ultra wide right it's nice it's nice yeah (laughs) you don't have to jump there even if it's even if it's a 24 inch 1080p or whatever it is you've got if it's at the right height you're gonna have a much better time you're gonna have much less i you know neck and shoulder pain is a common complaint with Mm -hmm. with people in our industry um headaches and migraines that can exacerbate that if you're if you're at like tension headaches if any of that kind of stuff right it's posture 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 uh, I like split keyboards because they help me with my posture. It helps, I think, when you can keep your hands at shoulder width. It helps open up your chest and promote some posture as well. Um, a full-size keyboard can help with that too, as opposed to those narrow sets that you find on a lot of laptops and th- and, and those <sighs> mini keyboards that a lot of um, vendors will ship with. I'm not saying it's a be- – it's like your yeah, split keyboard full size is, is not – full size is, is not mit- – I mean the actual span from like pinky to pinky – is not that much different with mm. like a full standard keyboard versus a lot. I see your point though. That's even worse. Laptops are even worse. That's the worst possible. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, setup. don't, yeah. Don't yeah. hunt yourself over, um, over that. So I'm, I've become a huge fan of the split keyboard for that reason. It's, it's a posture thing for me. I have bad posture. And so that helps me uh, correct it. Um, so I think within that, I would personally, 
I would probably go like the monitor. You don't have to buy a new one. You just got to get it to the right height. Got to so get that in the right be, place. It's got to be in the right, right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't do that until you know where your body is. And so to me, I go keyboard and chair are probably the first two. If I'm going to go out and purchase, I'm using whatever I could find because I just graduated college or I'm living at home or it's my first apartment, whatever they've, you know, you're just using what you had and you never really thought twice about it because uh, you're young and you think you're invincible. Keyboard and chair, I think, are the first two important things. I am willing to make recommendations on qualities. First of all, keyboard's got to be mechanical. There's no quit. Now you can go uh, kale or cherry. You can do, There's a whole bunch of different, there's a rabbit hole there. Yeah, if you don't know what those words even mean, we're not going to tell you because you can go tumbling down that uh, hole for get, miles get, and miles. <laughs> and to be honest with you, we have uh, we have a little bit of an elitist problem here on the Refactor podcast. Like, get good, son. Yeah. Like, don't don't waste my time. I had I I worked with a guy who custom built his own keyboards from scratch and built them yeah. for others. It was a hobby. The guy's hobby mm-hmm. was hand building. Yeah. You know, homegrown, fully organic keyboards. It, it was. Yep. It, Small batch keeps. Yeah. So, so, so deep. Yeah. So, so deep yeah. if you want to go down those. But I, I think we'll leave yeah. it there. So. Get a mechanical keyboard. And yeah. I will say with with respect to the chair, it's got to be it's got to be height and lumbar adjustable because every every back the is, whole point. is different. Yeah. Um, I recommend mesh. Not like the leather or cushion or it. You want so those you gamer want, chairs that you see all the all the Twitch streamers. Yeah, you don't like those. I, okay. I do not like them. I I want I want it to be the bottom and the back to be breathable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a body temperature thing. Maybe that's not maybe that's not somebody else's bag. That's that's me. I highly recommend it. I think if you can't be comfortable in that, then you're space is not the right temperature to start with or you're not dressing appropriately the adjustments i think the the key that not to so that we don't bury the lead it's the adjustments really of the chair it's getting the armrest in the right spot the lumbar your lower back you're having the chair hit you the back of the chair hit you in the right spots making sure that the seat is not too far You're, you're not um your legs aren't being pushed back or forward too much you need to be you know comfortable and even um, mm-hmm. it's, it's all those things. So the ability for the chair to adjust, um, I was really fortunate. There is an office supply store in my town. Oh, nice. And so, and they have, I mean, this is like a hardcore office supply store. They have, yeah, you're not home. talking about like staples. No, this is not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To be clear, this is not yeah. staples. This <laughs> is a, this is a, like, I don't want to call it a boutique cause it's office supplies, but it, it's, it's mm-hmm. in that vein. It's, it's not a chain. It's just this local firm mm-hmm. and they had like a showroom of all, I'm not kidding, a showroom of office chairs that yeah. you could go into. I must have sat in a hundred different chairs when I was yeah. when I was sourcing them out. And I ended up going with an all steel, which is on the upper, that's on the upper end. It's it's right up there with um what the hell's the name of the Silicon Valley go-to chair? Herman again. Miller. Yeah, Herman Miller. So all steel is right there in the in the ballpark with them. It's a very similar style. It's the mesh and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I get a lifetime warranty on it. I've already had them do a repair on it for free. And they they came and picked the chair up and gave me a loaner. Yes, I got a loaner office chair. Nice. So, um, nice. Definitely. I, the physical issues that you can run into are so nasty and insidious because you can go for and years permanent. without a problem. Yeah. You can go years without seeing something, and then all of a sudden, all the buildup that you that you've been accumulating yeah. it tips. 
And now you're screwed and recovery can be nigh impossible. Um, so you mentioned your, your, um, you had posture problems. At one point I was working, I was rocking a really janky monitor setup where I had Mm -hmm. two in portrait, one in landscape. And I had the two portraits, both the, nothing was centered. I had the portraits to my left. I had the landscape to my right. And so when so I was coding, always turned one well, way not or the even other. that, if I'm in a hardcore code mode, I'm constantly looking to the left a little bit. Like my entire, mm. I could do an entire day, eight plus hours looking, looking slightly to the to left. The left yeah. And I started to get neck pain and I, yep. and I knew immediately what it was and what was causing it. And so what I did was I stopped, I broke down the, the setup. I pushed my two portraits now out to the left and the right. They are now my um, support land, uh, areas, support real estate. So um, for the show, I have all the audio controls on one of them. Um, and I do some code on one side and then my main daily driver in the middle that has web views yeah. and, and like, like everything I look at constantly is directly in front of me. And that neck yeah. problem went away. So, um, so I got out ahead of it. Um, and I remember I started to have some carpal tunnel-like symptoms. And that mm-hmm. was when I bought my adjustable desk and I got the desk to sit at the right height for me. Yeah. And so I actually, cause it's, you mentioned the, the yeah, so chair. For, first is desk chair, chair because cause your you legs, there's an angle with your legs and everything. You get the chair where it needs to be. And then you, if you've got an adjustable desk, then that, that can fit in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because a lot of you, people, they buy both. the desk first and that's yeah. not going to work for you because the height at which you need your chair to sit to be ergonomic is in a lot of cases, going to wind up fighting with the desk. You're not going to be able to pull in all the way. It's, the there's going to be some issue. The chair has to come first yeah. so that it fits with the desk. And, yeah. and honestly, I just have adjustable I have desks. A, great. Even if it's manually I, adjustable. Yeah, that's mine. I have a, it's an Ikea table with adjustable legs. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, and I had one of those for fancy. years. And then I got my new chair and it didn't work. And I wanted to do, I wanted the dual setup. I wanted a, a fully adjustable desk so that I could stand. When I felt like sit it stand, or, yeah. or sit and I could adjust the right height so that my arms were at the right mm-hmm. position. Um, and so I ended up going with a, what's called a geek desk. There are several of these brands now. Uh, geek desk is one of the, is one of the older ones. I still have the same one that I bought. Uh, how long ago was that? 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. And I'm still oh, using wow. the same desk and it's loaded. Yeah. Like I have a ton of crap on this desk. I ran cabling underneath of it. I have uh, my video, my, my backlighting for my, for my video meetings. That's mounted on here. Three monitors, the tower, the tower's on here so that it can go up mm-hmm. and down and that I don't have to worry about the cables being hyper long speakers. Like it, it's holding a ton of weight and it goes up and down, works like a champ, still runs as well the same day, the day I bought it. And so good, yeah. good pickup, I think. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Yeah, so I think that's so that's that's where I fall. I think I think you got to get your ergonomics first, and that's to me keyboard or chair. And I, I'm I'm torn. I don't yeah, really know. That I mean, a I mean, you're, you're talking. But, you're starting to get into that, you know, Olympic finish silver gold. You yeah, know. exactly. You yeah, know, you've got yeah, that that yeah. photo three one hundredths of a second. second right. Yeah. You know, you know, greatest guy in the world. Never heard of him. You know, like that. Yeah, that exactly. Kind of, you know. 
Yeah. And that's a, yeah. that's a Jerry Seinfeld joke. I can't take credit for that. Yeah. It's still it's yeah. one of my favorite Seinfeld jokes. Seinfeld holds up, man. Like uh, I, I mean, this was, it just, I mean, it holds is, up remarkably well. He, he is. Yes. And I, actually that is some of Seinfeld's stand up. It's not from the show. It's actually, you know, from his genuine stand up. And yeah. I honestly, I never liked the show. The show was never really my cup of tea. No? Uh, yeah, it wasn't really. I, I mean, like I laugh at it, but I, I never got way hooked on it the way a lot of other people did. Um, oh, man. But his stand-up, I freaking love him as a stand-up comedian. His stuff is so good, and his deliveries are just great. So, yeah, it, yeah. If, if you haven't yeah. heard him, if you haven't heard him, that's a that's a good pick. We're way off yeah. topic. Okay, uh, you so, have. Do you have more recommendations to go here? Yeah. So, uh, so first first thing is the ergonomics. Uh, I I would say keyboard and chair first, but then also monitor height, mouse, um, and monitor size. Maybe uh, that's a that's a productivity thing. That's not ergonomic. So I'm deprioritizing. You need enough real estate or mm-hmm. uh, Frega that you said last week. You need, you need more than enough. You need you too always, much real estate. You should always have um, too much because you'll fill it. hundred percent. Right. I'm not going like to, I'm not going to go out. And, oh, I could never have this big. Sure. You can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can. And then three and months later, you're like, Oh my God, I need another room in here. I need, a, I need more um, space. How did I, how did I live on that tiny ass laptop monitor? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So too much monitor. Uh, that's fair. And then I think, I think you get into the second category. Um, and that's where microphone is top of the list mm-hmm. and there's not even a close second microphone mm-hmm. way up there way at up the top there. and then webcam speakers, uh, headphones, like that stuff is wait. Now for me, I weight headphones towards the top for two specific reasons. Number one, if I'm wearing cans, I know that with my good microphone, I'm never going to have a feedback issue on a call. Number two, with my, you know, with with our work, uh, distractions are killer. Um, and honestly, people say, "Oh, there's too many, you know, distractions at at home." I don't think there's a material difference. I've got three small kids. Uh, I don't think there's a real difference in in distractions from noise home versus the office because at the office there's always some noise going on. Um, so for me, the headphones isolate some of the environmental noise and allow me to focus a little better and tune out the world. Um, and I don't even I, they have active canc- active noise cancellation, but I don't even use it almost at all. Um, a, a little bit of low volume music even. And I'm dead to the world. Yeah. Um, and so it's a focus tool for me as well as, again, you know, I never have to worry about echo feedback loops or anything like that if I'm using the speak, you know. Um, so so microphone first and then all others distant tied for second. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a tangent, but, uh, you know, you talk about distractions at the office versus distractions at home and having small kids. I got to say, I'll take the distractions at home anytime because I can throw my five-year-old out of my office. If my boss walks in and breaks up my train of thought, I, I'm, I'm hosed. I have to. And so, you know, it's, it's, I would argue it's much easier to deal with them from home, but maybe that's just get, me. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah could, you see that, could you see that? Yeah. You know, I am trying to work. Get out of my office, Bob. God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try that. Let me know how that goes for you. I've told you six times today. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, is that the, um, did we cover your recommendations or do you have more nuance there? We at the did. Because um, you really, you, you clustered things up pretty heavily at the end. I have, I have something I want to add, but I wanted to make sure we covered what you. Yeah. What you had. Yeah. So I, I just, and again, it's, it's ergonomics first. 
out of the second category microphone far ahead of everything else. And then I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of personal preference to it. Got it. Okay. Um, so I, I think we will, I think we should add a page just because there's certain quality, like I said, with, uh, with the keyboard, it should be mechanical outside of that. I don't make any prescriptions. I recommend if you're a programmer, look into, um, oh my gosh, that it left my, um, uh, QMK, right? Programmable keyboards. Programmable, yeah, yeah. The the layers they're the, they're pretty sweet. I yeah. would look into it, but 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 the base recommendation is mechanical. I like split. I like ortholinear. That doesn't have to be your bag, but get a mechanical keyboard. It feels better on your hands, um, and the chair and it lasts longer are, too. The, are, the mechanical keyboard will last longer oh, yeah. than those than yeah. those those rubber silicon. Yeah. Yep. push button piece and then of and then the second category which is kind of how we got into this last week with with how you present during meetings mm-hmm. uh microphone 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 and then you know everything else is tied for fifth okay whatever so i, I would before. actually i actually do put um, something up there tied for first with microphone actually oh okay yeah okay. and i was going to say with the microphone uh you're looking for either a condensed probably f- again for a for a budget option high on the ROI curve, condenser mic is just fine. You don't have yeah. to go dynamic. Uh, a USB condenser mic, that's really what you want. Uh, recommendation I would make, depending on what your setup is, you may want a shock mount for it. So uh, whether or not you have a boom arm, at, if it's on your desk and you have a tendency to slap your desk while you're talking because you gesticulate your your Italian on your talking side uh, that you know, or typing, those vibrations will make their way into the mic. Um, and uh, so you, you probably do want a shock mount. And, it's also a pain a, in the ass. Filter move it. For me, it was a pain in the butt moving it around the around the desk. Like I, I would start the meeting and I'd have to you know, shift the thing in the middle. And yeah. then I might be typing during the meeting, taking notes or something like that. And now I'm typing around the microphone and it gets in the way. And then you shift so, it off. Yeah, the side. I did. It's annoying. I did go to it's boom arm for that reason. For that it, reason. It gets it out of the way. It, it reduces desk clutter. Um, I don't have a shock. I don't need a shock mount anymore with the arm. Um, and... Uh, it's just I can just get, easily get it out of the way um, of he's, everything. He's, and he's so gently nice. just easily pushing it out of his yeah. out of his view, there, folks. You know, because yeah. this is really really good radio that we so put you on here. you were going to add something up with microphone. Yeah, so uh, it, it, it's this is a little bit of a nuance. So, but the other thing that I would look at right up front with the microphone and your sound quality is not your picture quality, but the quality of the picture of 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 the picture that you paint i.e. the space behind you the space around you mm. when you're on camera what do other people see in that shot other than you uh-huh. it is absolutely worth the half hour it takes to open a zoom anyone can do this for free you can download zoom for free you get free meetings for 40 minutes so you can actually just you know you don't need an account or anything just well you need an account but you don't need to buy anything well, whatever laptop you have, it has a camera. It app. has a camera too. But the reason that I need- like Zoom, like the reason I say do it in Zoom or whatever your meeting platform du jour is, use the tool that uh, that you're actually going to use in the meeting so you see exactly one to one what others see. Because sometimes, like my camera, we've uh, I, I think you and I both have the same one. We have the the Logitech Brio, which is a high def 4K thing. Yeah, it has its own app, and you can make adjustments to the camera in the app. And mm-hmm. I see. Some of that gets affected in Zoom and some of it doesn't. And so I always want to, I always double check my settings in Zoom to make sure that it looks the way that I expect it to in Zoom. So anyway, what I'm, what I'm actually getting at here is, you know, look around the room behind you, like make sure there's not, you know, 
your roommate walking half naked with a towel in the background. You know, if you if you can see the floor, clean it up. You know, the, you really you should have absolutely avoid uh, positioning your desk so that you have a window behind you because then backlighting becomes a problem. People can't see your face as well. Take take a little bit of time to actually prepare the space around you to put your best foot forward. It is you know last week we described the microphone as you know the equivalent of wearing the the suit the the space that you that you construct around you the whether it's an office or a or a kitchen or a closet or a bedroom is irrelevant the space that you construct around you is is equally important there and and adds as much to the impression that people will have of you if it looks like a bedroom and you're just kind of like you rolled out of bed and you can see like the unmade bed in the corner like that is that leaves an impression it really really does and so i I think it's worth taking the time to to fix these things. Now, the common counter argument that I get from folks, and I've heard this from my own team, is, well, yeah, great, Frank, good for you. You've got your own office. It looks amazing. Thank you very much. I know it does. Uh, it's my wife. Yeah, except for that thing in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't ask you, okay? This is my monologue now, okay? <laughs> okay? I, I have heard people say, well, yeah, okay, your office looks fine, but I, I, I'm in a I'm in a one bedroom apartment in New York City, or, you know, major city du jour, or you know, I, I only have this space in my bedroom to work with, and there's really nothing I can do about it. And to that, I I call BS because you can still do something about those spaces. Here's what you can do: really, really simple. Take the desk. Most people just shove the desk up against the wall. And, you know, to get it as far out of the way as possible. What you could consider doing is taking the desk, pull it out from the wall, six to eight feet, flip it around 180 degrees. And so now your back is to that wall that your desk was up against. Now, okay, it's, it's going to push into your, it's going to push into the room a little bit more. Yes. You may need to make adjustments. Yes. But this is your job. This is your professional image. It's worth the effort. And now that you have the desk positioned in such a way that you have a, a plain space, a blank wall, you could leave the wall perfectly blank if it's a neutral tone. Great. You could put some decorations back there. I've seen people turn their desks and shove like a planter off to the side. Mm-hmm. Just a, It could be a fake plant. Doesn't matter. You can go ham on this stuff. You can get green screens. You can do um, those high-res photographic tarps. That you know, remember when we got our pictures taken as kids, you would go to the to the photo the photo store and they would do those high res libraries and things like that, yeah. make you look really you know make your family look way more studious than they actually were. You yeah. can get you can buy those. You can buy all that crap online at Amazon. You can buy the stands; they're about twenty bucks, and then the prints themselves are anywhere from thirty to a hundred dollars, depending on how big and how detailed they are. Um, and you could just do one of those drops behind you, and if you set it up right, it looks real. And you're good. Like it's um, so you could you can live in absolute squalor and still look really, really sharp. Now, that's yeah, I, I, I described I'm, a couple levels there. You don't have to go ham, but I'm saying think about it. Put a little bit of time into it. Look presentable. So I'm a, I'm of two minds on this. I first of all, I don't want to make it sound like I'm disagreeing because I think that's all valuable advice. Um 
the idea of the simple desk flip is is probably the biggest insight i think and and the easiest and quickest yeah um yeah ha- i think the big i think the most important thing is make sure you don't have dirty clothes and you know glasses and naked roommates and things mm-hmm that that's that's the important thing the rest of it's secondary um i almost my issue is i really don't care as long as it isn't squalor it's not a portrait of squalor i recognize that people work from home not everybody's blessed with a dedicated office space and so that's going to mean family rooms bedrooms dens kitchens basements whatever porches i like i i'm no issues for me what's there's no judgment on my part whatsoever um and i think there needs to be none from everybody else um again provided there's no dirty underpants and and robed uh, mm-hmm. housemates mm-hmm. um i almost there's almost part of me that wants to push back on all of that just because so many people i talk to don't want to put their camera on because they don't have some uh you know super fancy official setup. office looking fancy setup yeah, it's yeah. just their house and it looks fine it literally it's there's no issue with it but they feel a certain kind of way because they don't have something that looks like it was interior designed and i almost push back on all those recommendations like it doesn't friggin' matter um I, i'm gonna if agree it, it's going to if it's going to create cognitive resistance to putting the camera on because you haven't done those things uh-huh. then you're understanding the advice here wrong the advice is just make sure you don't have dirty underwear and naked roommates and you're good like yeah. make it look like not squalor if you've met that bar turn the damn camera on it'll be better for everybody and if you have the inclination i think frank you're exactly right you spend 20 minutes and and it'll 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 go from good enough to fantastic and you can feel good about it and that's you, yeah. you make a, everything you said is true yeah you make a good call out though that if it looks fine you've already met this bar everything i presented you're good yeah my my, my approach here was it has it should look fine if you look fine check the box you're done now if you want to go further you yeah. can just like just like you can buy the $150 microphone or you can buy the $300 microphone. You know, there's or the yeah, or, or the, the rest of it, you know, the keyboard. Yeah, or the keyboard. Buy a mechanical I can keyboard. Grew, it can know. be it can be a $90 mechanical DOS keyboard doesn't matter or you can go split ortho linear QMK goodness and spend billions of di- the the minimum bar is mechanical. The minimum bar with the chair is breathable. The minimum bar with the microphone, right? That's for the camera, it's just not squalor. That's your bar. And yeah, it's the lowest it. bar on the whole list. Yeah. Not squalor. Exactly. So there's so so understand, dear audience, that we're you know, we're describing actually things on a on a scale. Like so many of the things, I was just having this conversation with somebody else the other day. And we as engineers, we like to think in binary. Shock, surprise, surprise, shock to no one. Yeah. You know, we like to see things black or white, on or off, good versus bad. You know, the thing is broken. Now I'm going to fix it. And what we're talking about here, and really, I, I would say uh, an underpinning to the show proper through across the board is the things that we're talking about don't fit that zero one bucket. These are sliding scales. They're all, there is no one right answer, but in this particular case, there is a bare minimum that Mm -hmm. we strongly recommend you, you seek to achieve. And then there's just this, this open ended world beyond it that you can, that you can pursue. Now, 
in the, you know, for, for, so bringing it back to, to the, the office thing here, maybe your room really is just a dilapidated mess. Maybe it's under construction. Maybe you have a new, maybe you're re- renovating or something like that. And it really looks like crap. Well, guess what? A, you know, one of these high res print drop cloth solutions solves all of that. Cause then the whole room can look like absolute ass <laughs> around you. And it doesn't matter because all they're seeing is a nice drop cloth. And even if you get questions, here's the other thing that I think a lot of people worry about. Oh, uh, they'll, they'll know that it's a green screen. They'll know that it's not real. So I mean, like if anyone calls you on it, you just own it. Yeah. I've got this drop cloth back here. The room is a little bit of a, you know, is, is a little, uh, undone right now. And so we're, you know, we're just sort of fixing it up. You just, you know, you can roll with that. Nobody's going to care. Yeah, I don't know. Would that, would that, would that be, okay. So let's, let's go there though. Okay. Would that be, I just use the virtual background. Okay. Oh, I mean, as long well, as there's not something visually in your background that breaks it, I think just use a virtual okay, background. So this might it's, be, it's not great, but it's good enough. Okay. So this might be a personal thing as opposed to, I don't like the virtual backgrounds if you don't have the green screen. And the reason I don't is because the detection logic is the cuts are wrong. It's, It'll oh, clip right. things. It's, it's okay. yeah, no, it's, it's problematic. Okay. It's, it's problematic. But exactly. what it does is it gives you a consistent, reliable. If that's all you have, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so let's even let's go back further. We talk about the our, our bare minimum bar because I think you're going. I think you're going a little extra with the drop thing in the back, like I, just I'm, virtual background uh, problem solved. I, I agree. I have several of my team took me up on the green screen stuff to great effect and success. So it can, in the right situations, just like all these things, again, sliding scale, in the right situations, it can be awesome. It can oh be my gosh, dude, you're going to drag me down a whole rabbit hole. I feel like doing what? this today, man. Okay, what? so with the green screen, how much trouble did they have with <laughs> lighting gradients? And did that cause much of an issue for them? Right. Light. Consistency and lighting and shadow mm. is going to affect how the render looks. So how it looks, they, right? Well, yeah. it depends on. Okay, so so you're going to get you have to with a green screen. Depending on how complicated your green screen is, you have to think about light and shadow. If it's obvious, so some some folks, I not my team, but I have seen others, um, notably sales folks, green screen with their their logo, the company logo. Sometimes they even green screen their name and who they mm-hmm. are in their email back there. And in those cases, it's obviously a green screen. I mean, the intention is yeah. sort of like, you know, the, the guy giving you the weather, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a green screen. And so, you know, you're not hiding the ball. And for some reason, I thought about that newscaster, I don't know, like 20 years ago, and he pronounces this like 80 syllable Scottish town flawlessly. <laughs> this was an internet thing for like three minutes, 15 yeah. years ago. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I always think of Bill Murray in, in Groundhog's Day when at the beginning of the movie when he actually is giving, he actually does yeah. at one point, he actually does do a weather report. Does the weather. And, and yeah. he and he like actually blows on the weather to an, to animate the, the, the storm. It's great. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so if you've got one of those kinds of setups, it really doesn't matter. Um, if you're going for a or if you're going for a funny kind of green screen, uh one of my old one of my old colleagues, he had uh, a picture of a, a it was a video on the surface of the moon and it had a dog on the moon digging a hole. Like it was obviously, it was awesome. (laughs) One, I I will never forget. It's one of the best green screens I I saw ever. If you're doing something like that, again, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the display itself, if, if whatever you're putting in the green screen is fairly simple, 
generally the lighting isn't an issue where I think people where the lighting starts to look janky is when people start to fake and like really genuinely try to fake an office, fake a workspace. And now it's, yeah, I can see that it's off and mm, not really buying it. It's, you're in the uncanny valley. You're, you're in the uncanny valley. You can have fun with the green. You, like I've oh, seen, you have tons you know, of fun. Tons of the fun. Iron Throne or Bridge of the Enterprise or Michael Scott's office. I was like, going to say Michael some Scott's really office clever, for the one-on-one yeah. on one video thing. I've seen that one quite yeah. a bit. Uh, I, I saw one that had, um, uh, it, was the, uh, it was the floating heads from Bohemian Rhapsody. With the mm-hmm. middle head missing, so your head mm-hmm. was the the, the last the member mid, of the yeah. band. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So lots of fun. Uh, oh, I've seen uh, anime action lines. Have you seen that one before? Where like they do mm-hmm. like a like like moving zippy lines, like a you know like an anime character doing some you know massive power blast or something like that. There are oh, a lot of oh. they can be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So you, again, lots of lots of fun you can have with it. Um, if you're trying to do the legit, if you're trying to go fully legit and fully fake it out. That's when you end up in the uncanny valley, and that's when your lighting yeah. becomes really super important, and you need to adjust it, and you need to you need to to condition it. You're probably going to need custom lights and things like that. Um, yeah, but you don't to get started. You don't need any of that. You know, just go with green screen and own the fact that it's a green screen, and nobody's going to bat an eye. The key so, is they're not looking at your dirty laundry again. Minimum yeah. bar. Like not dirty yeah. laundry. So you made a good point earlier. You talked about like, well, why don't you just use the fuzzer or the, you know, the built-in things that'll hide your background? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you can't do any of the other things that we talked about, do that one thing. If you, if you can't pick up your dirty laundry, if you can't pick up your dirty laundry, fuzzer. just use the fuzzer and do that. Like as a and, minimum, and but you look but inward. You, you <laughs> search your soul <laughs> as a, as a minimum, you could do that, but there are several steps that you can take. It's just like the microphone, several basic, cheap, easy yeah. steps that you can take that make a massive difference. And then there's a diminishing return as you go up here. You know, some of the yeah. things that we've talked about, you can go pretty ham. Um, but just those first couple, man, you get huge bang for the buck, yeah. huge bang for the buck. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So, so anyway, that was the only thing I wanted to add uh to to yours was just you know thinking about your squalor. office layout yeah yep and then yeah. the other and thing i that- would and to your point i think your underlying point there do that now today first yeah flip the camera on and then maybe way down the list you upgrade your camera if you're not happy with yes. the resolution yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah like the upgrading it's, it's the camera. more important the, the the default built-in webcam is good enough. It's actually it not is. too bad. It's really not. It actually is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you do wind up with an awkward situation. You feel like you're looking up somebody's nose or down the top of well, their then head, it's depending not. on where the laptop is. Um, and you also get into a weird situation where in certain orientations, you're looking at like the top corner of the room where the wall meets the ceiling. Or, and that can, that's fine. Uh, again, not squalor. So you're there. Um, but I think this is a micro optimization. Once you've solved for your audio and ergonomics, then you start well, to look at those. Uh, That's like an advanced topics. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will say, I will say quality wise, the laptop built-ins are fine. Yeah. But if all I see is the top of your head, if I can't see your mouth, yeah. like I, I've had this before again, good, ever, good radio here where I'm, I'm holding my hand perpendicular to the, you know, the bridge of yeah. my, the bottom of my nose. I you ever had this mouth. one? 
You ever have this one where somebody's got the the laptop webcam, but it's like half closed, so it's pointed right at their crotch right. or something <laughs> awkward like this? Has this ever yeah. happened to you? It's, yes. it's incredibly painful. It's it, it, super cringe. Yeah, it's like if if that happens, just turn the damn thing off. If, in those cases, yeah. but, so quality wise, <clears throat> the camera is fine. Position though is super duper important. Um, easy hack I've seen is to actually put the laptop up on some books so that it gets mm-hmm. it up to the right eye level. And then you have to adjust the, adjust the, um, which is by the way, also going easy. to work for looking at the screen to get it in the right position so yep. that you're not craning your neck. Yeah. Yep. Cause you don't care about the keyboard cause you bought, you know, there are monsters in this world, by the way, I still, uh, I love, I'm still loving this, uh, M one MacBook pro. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great system, honestly. Um, but there are, there are depraved, psychopaths in this world that have no problem typing on that all day long. Oh my gosh. The knavery. Maniacs. I don't, I don't think I could, I I honestly, I don't think I could do it. I I can't, Like this is not, this is not sustainable. I have been, so if I can, if I can in any way maneuver, cajole my employer into letting me work from a true desktop, like, don't ship me a laptop. I don't, sh- I don't track, I don't travel enough. I will get, here's them. Another, I will try and get them to give me yeah. a desktop. Anyway, another tip. Yeah. And, and here's another tip for your own ergonomics in your office. Don't work in a regulated industry where you have to use the issued laptop because Ugh. of security controls. Go Ugh. work for e-com, work for, <laughs> work in services, you know, be a dark matter developer I, for the enterprise. I, yeah, this, Don't this, work this, in healthcare, defense, I, or finance I, I, because they're going to make you use their lockdown systems because of policy and procedure and SOC and HIPAA and high trust and FINRA and all this kind of fed ramp. And it's just, oh man, I, I, there was a, there was a small season where I was able to get it. You and I were both there a small season where I was in a regulated industry, um, and I was able to work out with the IT team, okay, I'm just going to use a VM. You can do whatever you want within the VM, uh-huh. and I will attest and document that it's locked down for my end, but I'm using my hardware to do that. And it was like the heyday of, of balance in the universe. And that yeah, day I, is long gone. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that, 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 that advice, one, doesn't fit with what we're talking about here. And two, I, no. Like, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> Hey, these industries don't work in those industries. Just, just don't work there. <laughs> like, I think you just, you know what you didn't mention in there? You didn't mention the porn industry. So you just basically said, like, you go, go work, go, go, go work and you know, go do some, <laughs> go do some poor work. I mean, they are always on the cutting edge of technology anyway, but for God's sake, don't Stop work in a it. regulated industry. What are you insane? <laughs> what are you a madman? <laughs> One well, and and camera quality is not high enough on the list for this. If you're going that, f- <laughs> oh my god! You oh went my there, gosh. my friend. That I'm, was gross. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so in in a in a drastic uh, change of topics, you had something else you wanted to discuss. <laughs> we need to get away from that one. Yikes! Oh Boy. man. <laughs> um. No, I, I, I don't know where I was going. You, you completely derailed me when I realized I you derailed. Did, yeah, when I realized that you didn't mention in the same breath things, industries to avoid, and didn't include the, the, the number one 
Like according, look, I, with this, with this, these recommendations, I'm trying not to be overly prescriptive. So (laughs) I I don't know. I, (laughs) I, I, look, I assume adult content is not highly regulated so that you're not forced to use a crummy laptop. That's all I'm saying. I assume. And you know, I knew one guy who worked on the fringes of it one time and he was well paid for for the uh, for yeah. the effort, which doesn't. There's a lot. Doesn't surprise I feel like me. Maybe we've talked about this before, but like there's there are stories, and it's a challenge that because there are people that go into that industry because they do use cutting edge technology. I'm given to understand, but then trying to get back out, get out it's like the question is like, how do I write this resume without you know, right? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I guess. For some folks, the struggle is real. Oh, the struggle is one hundred percent real. Yeah, um, I I was going. To, I do remember what I was going to add. Now back onto your to your recommendations. Mm. We didn't touch much of. Uh, we covered a lot of ground there. We didn't touch anything that was really superfluous. Um, I wouldn't say it's superfluous, but just you know, to, just as a tag on to the end of this. Um, once you do all that stuff that we talked about, uh, you can look at your camera. And then when you look at your camera, if you're looking at your camera, you can also look at your lighting. Um, lighting as a bare minimum, again, uh, no no window behind you. Don't, don't backlight yourself so that you look like, you know, I was going to mention shade, this. So, you know, from yeah, the you, you, you've got, yeah, there's definitely like a, like a uh, Bond villain-esque thing that goes yeah, don't on. Don't do that. You've got windows right. And there's, a, sometimes though, there's a, there's a conflict there for me personally. I won't put a window behind me. Um, I also find it, it, sort of headache inducing when there's a window right in front of me, like behind the monitor. Yes, that can be. Um, yeah. So that, that that's problematic. And I also, I'm tinfoil. I cannot have my back to the door. Like uh, I want my mm. back to the wall. I like to be able to see what's going on in the space around me. Like the setup you have where you're at the end of the room facing the wall, I, this would drive, I would not be able to focus. I'd be constantly, I, it's, it's, I'm, I have issues, I guess, is where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, so I'm, I'm a lot of times like it's struck, like I've got my setup in my office, the only place it really can be without being in front of or behind the window and without my back to the door, this is where I live. Um, right. I could, I could do the thing where I move where my back is against the other wall rather than the monitor being against this one. Pardon me. That's about the only degrees of freedom I have. Yeah. Okay. With those extra requirements because of my own psychosis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're crazy. Uh I sit, as you can tell, and again, more more good radio here, folks. I sit with uh, my back great to the radio door. content. And yeah. and that leads out into a basement, which is always and I'm a night owl and so it's always dark. And occasionally I have the oh was it huh? and you know, that <laughs> that happens for no was that. But I also have cats and so it's always cats. Um which, which is actually really cats. actually if, if you're a person who gets spooked by the dark and you know always thinks they hear poltergeist actually get yourself a cat and you know they'll make so many late night noises that it'll, <laughs> that just, it'll desensitize it, it just you desensitizes you it's just you, <laughs> you 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 wear that that wears right out um all right so cameras if you're looking at cameras you look at lighting again yeah. the minimum you know no bond villain silhouettes uh and then uh but most most standard home setups are not going to give you the best possible lighting. And so if you really want to go full ham, you can actually get yourself a set of LED backlight panels. I actually have a set of them here. Um that it sounds it it sounds overkill. And I won't say that it's overkill. There is actually genuine utility in it. But it's definitely at the end of the list. So after you do everything yeah. else that we just talked about, you can look at this. 
Um, you're in like you're in like uh, streamer land now with the ring lights or the LED panels. As long as you are lit good enough, you're yeah. fine. But if you really want to add some spit shine polish to it, you get yourself a set of these panels. You mount them to the desk, and they will add. It's it's just, it's exactly the same just, reasons that they use these lights on TV. You know, it, it adds just that even extra consistent crisper, lighting, even consistent, and, and because digital cameras do well, cameras in general, but particularly uh, uh, digital cameras do very poor in in low light. When you increase the amount of overall light, you increase the crispness of the shot of the camera because it's got more photons to to work with. Essentially, yeah. Um, the, the actual light- sensor itself works better the more light there is, and so it evens out light. So in my case, I've got raking light. There's a window directly to my right, and all of the lights in the room are to my left. So I've got this very dual colored. It's like a warm, cool. It actually doesn't uh, look sides bad. of my face. Yeah, that actually yeah. that actually doesn't look bad. Um, I had to for for my room specifically. <laughs> there is a uh, recessed light directly above my head, and it put mm-hmm. this this weird Bags shine. Under your eyes and it stuff. Gave, no, it gave me a shine on my forehead, like a shiny solar oh, dot yeah. on my head where it would reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, I had to take that bulb out and I got rid of that halo effect. Um, it would yeah. also like, it would shine around my neck too. I got this like mm-hmm. this glowy thing around my neck. So turning that off, I, I got rid of that. Um, Did it catch like all the, all the glitter and stuff you, <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> um, but the, uh, but the backlight panels, you know, really level things out because the lighting that is in your house, the lighting in your room, it's made to light up the room. But you're doing these meetings. You need light that's going to light up you. You're the subject. Yeah. And lights in a room are not designed to do that. So that is what the the light up panels bring to the table. You spend, I, I think I, I have two. They are like 12 by 16. So like a little bigger than a sheet of paper floating in there. I have a diffuser over one that's, it looks huge, but it's also tucked behind a monitor. Um, I think I spent maybe a couple hundred bucks getting them from Amazon. Um, so yeah, that's that's like, but it's it's what, like the, three or four hundred. Yes. That's almost a grad course. If we're talking about yeah. the college of doing remote work and having yeah. your office set up, yeah, you know, that's this like is, almost. I have, been, but yeah. admit I have been building and working on this for twenty yeah, years. Yeah. So you, you acquire you it over acquire time. Acquire it exactly. over time, and that's totally fine. So I, again, yeah. it is at the so end if we're of going the to list. attach it's at the end of the so list. if we're going to say if we're going to say that lighting is on the list, right? Maybe mm-hmm. the bottom most item, but it's on the list. Uh, what is the what is the functional or qualitative metric, right? So it's not go out and buy this brand or product or serial number. Mm-hmm. What is the thing about the light that's valuable? Is it that it's dimmable, that it's temperature yeah, yeah, controlled, yeah, yeah. that it's uh, that it's a certain size, ring versus panel? Like, what is the thing so to I, look for? What where do you go from zero to one? All right, rings are are uh, are egotistical bullcrap. You know. People get those for Instagram and stuff like that. So they get that that adorable little halo glow in their eyes that that reflects. That's why they make those ring lights to, is to make your eyes glow. And so um, we're not trying to get followers here, folks. You know, we're trying to light up your whole upper torso. So I avoid. Well, those. No, that's I mean, that's certainly a side effect, but it's also it sort of diffuses the light a bit more. So but that's it's not, not as con- it's not like a point of light. Yeah, but that's not the intention. Those those rings are designed specifically to put that reflective ring in your eye. That is what they're oh. made to do. So 
so I, I, I think it's a, I honestly think they are the height of vanity to, to go, to go that route. Now, if you need the space, I mean like, okay, like whatever. Coming from the guy that's got two separate panels on the back of his desk so where his room was perfectly well lit before then. You're, yeah, okay. you're, you're throwing stones there. No, champ. no, no, no. I, I remember what I said, lighting a room versus lighting yourself. And this is also at the end of the, of the, you know, steps of improvement mm-hmm. here or near the end. Um, so, um, so I like panels because they'll light up a lot more than just those ring lights. I'm not interested in lighting up my irises. You know, my, you know, my boss does not care that my eyes sparkle. Uh, and then w- with the panels, the ones that I have, they have a remote control so that I can turn them on and off from my desk, which is really nice. So I don't have to reach up and flip a switch. That's I've got a little handy remote here. I just turn it on, turn it off. Uh, and then the panels themselves have controls for temperature and dimming. And I think those are really important too, because if you buy them, if you can't adjust the lighting, <clears throat> you are taking a huge gamble that it's going to be the right lighting out of yeah. the box. And if it's too hot or too cold, it could really make you look weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So adjustable. Now, I got to I I dig in on this for just a just a half a second. Sure. Uh, if can I knock you off of the hobby horse with the iris aesthetic? The, the ring light accomplishes everything else on that list, right? It's just that it also makes your eyes sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what has you like, I'm, it, I'm honestly, I'm not, I'm not trying to be I like, crummy. I'm, like I'm legitimately asking yes. like, does a ring light meet those other requirements? Uh, and I think if it, so is the only difference that the eye sparkle. I think it's going to be dependent on the space that you're in, how big it is will mm-hmm. determine how much of the, of that room and how dark your walls are, how much of that light actually, you know, suffuses yeah. the entire picture because in 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 poor setups, you end up with this very heavy focal. Even though it's diffused light, you still end up with this heavy, very heavy focal on your face because yeah. they're small. They're about mm. the size of your head. That is not a mistake. You know, actually, it's not even the size of your head. It's actually the size of your of your facial features from your eyebrows down to below your mouth. If you if you can take one of those rings and it basically fits. Again, more more great radio here, folks. I'm smashing my hand up against my face. It basically fills just the space of your face by design. And we present on these videos with much more than just that. Um, but that works great if you're doing TikToks, which is, again, so you think intent. you think for a for a home office, I, I guess you're it could the be only good objective enough, concern be. I'm hearing is that it, it might be a little too weak. narrow, narrow, weak. Yeah, not not okay. enough light. But if it fits, I mean, it, if I fits, I sits. Uh, as my wife likes to yeah. talk about the cats, you know, so you, you can, you can do that. Um, so yeah. Cause can, somebody I work can, with has a ring and it can work like my wife uses uh, this a ring. guy, my wife uses a ring, but she has this giant bay window next to her that is right. Covering the room in light. So yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. so yeah, it, it can, it can totally work and they do do the adjustments that I'm, that I'm talking about, but I find that it's generally not enough. And my focus hmm. is not my irises. Yeah. So okay. that's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Um, uh, quick, let me see how much time we got. Uh, I'm going to save this mailbag. We're over an hour. All right. Let's, let's, yeah, we'll uh, save mail. let's roll on out of here. All right. Well, if you have 
vehement opinions about ring lights, uh, please let us know uh, or feedback on the rest of the show. Uh, you can do that by emailing us feedback at refactor.org uh, or voice record on your phone and email us that file. We'll play it on the show. Send that to feedback at refactor.org uh, at the main site refactor.org. Have I said that enough times now? Refactor.org. Did I, I mean, they, did I they refactor.org enough refactor.works? Um, they say you need to repeat it. I mean, you've seen those commercials on the radio where they repeat the 800 number to call like 50 oh, times. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know? Oh, it's maddening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so refactor.org has uh, back episode show notes, archives, recommendations, uh, soon to be some uh, home office recommendations some as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. Um you can find my ramblings at Tonkinson.com and Frank's at hotcoals.com. This has been episode number 82 for October 4th, 2022. Thanks, Frank. Refactor your work at refactor.work. Refactor.work. Refactor. Refactor.work.